Hey, Cape Dorado Patrolman Bobby Newton here with this episode of the Cape Dorado Police Department podcast. Today I'm joined with Corporal Couch and Patrolman Lindsey Summers, who is a new patrolman with us. Good afternoon, guys. Hello. Good afternoon. So, uh, Corporal Couch, we'll start with you, kind of your background and what you've, you know, how long you've been at the police department. I think you've been here going on 20 years, aren't you? Yes, sir. So what year did you start? Oh, one. Oh, one. Yep. And left and then came back. Okay. So so you're over 20 years. Yeah. How long were you here the first time? A year and a half. Okay. Like so you're right at your 20 year. Greener pastures. So uh, so just like most of us around here, you started as a patrol officer, exactly. working the streets, doing everyday calls. Absolutely. Yeah. Then um, I moved into the community service division for a while, then left and then came back. I was back on the patrol division, worked on uh, B platoon for quite a while, um, and Sergeant Estes, and then uh, got put back on the community service division, and I've been here ever since. So you're uh, you're in charge of the community service division right now. What does that entail exactly? Oh, that's a little bit of everything. Mostly building relationships and solving problems in the community, and uh, partnering with uh, entities within the community to make Cape Girardeau a safer place. In that, we also deal with all special events. We handle all planning of special events and like the Simo Fair that you love so much every year. (laughs) And um, we we handle all special events as far as traffic planning, security planning, and things like that. I help out with the investigations of all the online reporting and uh, anything else that Lieutenant Smith deems necessary for me to handle. Right. So uh, so any parades, uh, special events, that all comes across your desk. You look at it, make sure that it's safe, and, and basically approve it to happen. Absolutely, yep. Um, we, we do that, and uh, we handle all the alcohol violation investigations as far as if there's a business out there selling alcohol to underage folks or something like that. We'll, we'll initiate that investigation with uh, within our, our walls and then also the state. Uh, alcohol control will uh, assist us with that. Right. And Chief's whining in the background. I promise everybody's listening. We're not beating him. He just wants to come in and be on the podcast. But uh, we got to be wire stretched out here, so that's probably not going to happen. Also, you work with the landlords as well, right, with their properties on what they can do to improve their properties to reduce the crime in their neighborhoods or in their areas. Because we've got a lot of landlords in Cape Girardeau. With the university here, a lot of the uh, two major hospitals We've got a lot of rental property in Cape, and you work closely with them to kind of critique what they're doing as well, right? One of the things uh, that falls under my purview is the uh, I run the Crime-Free Multi-Housing Program, which is a program where we specifically target rental property owners and managers and teach them on how to improve properties to where they're not a target for criminal activity as far as lighting, cameras if they have them, uh, tenant screening, and, and doing things obviously within the confines of the law. And that way we can improve their, their safety of not only their property, but the community in, in general. Right. And I know we, uh, you and I both work closely together for any type of businesses that want a presentation from the police department. Absolutely. I rely heavily on you for a lot of those. You rely on me for some of those. You're like, hey, I can't make this. Can you? And, and vice versa. So you do a lot of those presentations as well for for the community or for businesses right. on basically anything that the police department does because – You've been here long enough. You know you know how the operations run in and out. Well, what we'll commonly do is we'll do presentations on um, active shooter training. We'll do presentations on workplace violence, how to handle that. Also, um, security assessments on businesses and buildings um, just to make their facility as safe as possible. And uh, give them some pointers through our crime prevention through environmental design. 
uh, teaching uh, where we can offer some suggestions on how to improve their, their safety for their employees and their facility physically. And they can just contact you to schedule that? Absolutely. Okay. Is, is there, I haven't looked, is there anything online where they can go online and fill out a form requesting any type of? My contact information is on the website. Right. So just contact, contact you directly. Yep. and Our couch at cityofcape.org. Perfect. So let's touch on the fair just a little bit because I know that is a huge event that we did draws thousands of people from not just our area but from our surrounding area as well you've been involved in that for several years how long have you been involved in the planning of that anytime i'm in the uh, community service division i'm involved with it right absolutely um and i know that's a long a long planning phase a lot goes into it how has it changed over the years have you seen the safety be bumped up what have you seen with the fair because again i know that draws in thousands as we all know uh incrementally throughout the years any event becomes highly unsafe it seems like in the news all the time you see something happening at any special event where 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 guns are being used or something like that and we obviously do not want that here right so uh, we uh work closely with the fair board and our law enforcement partners to make sure that we do the best we can to improve the safety. If it's uh, having a fair increase their security and checking bags, wanding people, ensuring that firearms or weapons don't get inside. And then obviously if we have a problem inside the fair, we take care of it immediately. We have extra officers dedicated, not only from our department, but the Cape County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Jackson assists us with those events and uh, we make sure that we have kind of an all hands on deck regarding that event throughout the week from saturday to saturday and we and we're we're already planning for next year and yes and quite frankly the the fair board has said we're not putting up with any nonsense you want to do some nonsense here well you're trespassed you're not welcome back and what a lot of people may not know is that is private property the fair board rents that out every year and so that it becomes private property and if they say you're not allowed here well, you're not allowed here. Right, you know, exactly. and we take that very seriously. Again, we don't put up with any nonsense out there. We've got families out there. There's just no need in it. We're doing what we can. I know the fair board does what they can to prevent any anything happening. And like you mentioned, the planning phase has already started. Uh, we've already started looking at security stuff and in ways that we can change and adapt and make things better. So kudos to you for that and for the, the work that you put in there. It takes an effort, a big effort. And, uh, you know, one of the things we really want to push is that it's a family event. And, uh, you know, if people are going to bring out kids and strollers and stuff like that, they should have a good time. Right. And, uh, if you're there for the wrong reasons, don't come. Yep. And I know uh, I've told you before, but thank you again for helping us with the National Night Out event. That was awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun, a lot of work, but it was very rewarding. Um, I know I really enjoyed it, and I think everybody else did as well. Overall, in your 20-plus years of being in law enforcement, how much changes have you seen here at KPD? Oh, man. For better or worse? <laughs> well, we, we've, we've obviously made a drastic change when we moved from 40 South Sprig to here from the standpoint of just kind of upping our game with technology. Uh, we've implemented a ton of technology with flock system, shot spotter, our surveillance camera trailer, and using uh, using our records management system, which is a top-of-the-line records ma- management system that we share among other agencies in Cape County to where we can help solve crime more efficiently and more effectively uh, using those those technologies. I, I You know better than anybody, flock and, and, and shot spotter have, have paid for themselves. Yeah, they're and, amazing. Uh, Amazing tools. And we are very, very fortunate to have administration that put that to, to the forefront. And, and, you know, there's some agencies in our general area that are just now 
coming on board with some of those technologies that we learned this week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had them for close to a couple of years now. And it's, it's, we're very fortunate and the citizens of Cape, I hope consider themselves to be very fortunate and living in an environment that a city where we have that technology at our disposal and we're using it for uh, good purposes. Now, when you started, no, were you guys still handwriting reports then, or? Uh, I was trained to handwrite reports. Okay, and that was that was in case that the computer system that we were on right. went down, which right. was which was intermittent at best. Yeah, because I know I know you guys didn't have computers in your cars. Did you guys have portables, portable portable radios? We had we had uh, old Maxon metal portable radios that weighed about 10 pounds a piece and probably worked about as good as the ones i did whenever i started you so. couldn't yeah you could be looking at each other and still <laughs> right. couldn't hear each yeah. other so yeah. so yes uh in that regard our radios are are far and away better oh, than we ever done. and i i thank uh lieutenant bonham for putting that together years ago and uh getting us uh, these really nice portable radios yeah that we have because those are you know those are our lifeline when yeah because i know you know like i said whenever i started there was several areas in the, uh the city that you couldn't get out. Yeah. You couldn't hear. You couldn't transmit. You're just you're on in, your own. So. If you were in a basement somewhere. Yeah. So that, that's been a, a huge asset to us as well. Um, we've got some pretty exciting stuff that's, that's kicking off. I know we just hired our new crime prevention officer, Officer Summers. He's here with us as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about about yourself, about your background? Yeah. Well, I uh, came from, to uh, Missouri from Illinois. I've got about 26 years in law Welcome enforcement. Welcome to the United States, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit freer already as we talk. Yeah, I, was, uh, I spent about 20, 25 years with the Illinois State Police. I was assigned to uh, a meth response team. We were tasked with cleaning up a lot of the, uh, the meth labs during the, meth, the great period of the meth epidemic during the mid-90s on up to uh, 2015, where it was heavily right. involved in this area, too. Dedicating a lot of... A lot of my career towards that, and then I also did some uh, general investigative uh, unit work, and also uh, did a little fire range duties and things like that to keep me busy. And with your new role here as the crime prevention officer, uh, I know we were just out at the Salvation Army this morning, and it uh, looks like they got you a nice place set up down there. So, give us a little background on what that is going to entail. Well, or if you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was one of the uh, that was one of the uh, items that was explained to me before I. Uh, came on was actually they were uh, wanted to build a substation somewhere uh, in uh, our zone one downtown area uh, for me to stay in and work out of that actually come to fruition at the uh, Salvation Army here just recently this week they've got a lot of space um, they've got their, their it's an up-and-coming and growing a place for uh, a lot of the city's homeless and people who's needing some of the, uh, the uh, services that they offer down there and plus it'd be just a really good place to uh, keep in contact with the city members that are from that area I'm still in the process of getting to learn the streets and and the downtown area and really all of Cape so I'm very impressed with the amount of people who seems uh, charitable yeah you know, I, I haven't I haven't seen that in a town like this before. Yeah, you know, and I mentioned it all the time that yeah. we serve one of the greatest communities in Southeast Missouri. I mean, yeah. we really do. We've got the support of our community, and that's what it takes to make a great police department and a great neighborhood is everybody working together. Absolutely, it's very very unique city. The city mem- members and the uh, just everybody involved with the uh, city administ- city administration, the uh, the churches. It seems like they always they all 
work well together. Yeah. That's a really neat thing to be a part of. So your office is going to be down at the Salvation Army, um, down on Sprig, and you're going to be working closely with those with that community, the individuals that live down there, work down there, try and revamp that area to make it a safer neighborhood. Is that is that your, your goals? Just yeah, absolutely. A, and a coalition between the community and the police. Absolutely. And since, you know, Corporal Couch mentioned that the uh, police department did move from that area, to this location, which is great and a beautiful location and all the technology involved with this building, which is wonderful, makes our job a lot easier. But to basically kind of reestablish the police connection down there for, you know, if, if people want to walk in, if they need to make a report, if they need some information, reference uh, police or, or uh, police services, they're not tasked with, you know, maybe riding a bicycle or walking all the way right, right over here to uh, make a report of, of uh, you know, some type of crime or, or nuisance or something like that so yep. that way we can offer our services a little bit closer to home perfect well welcome aboard uh we're, we're glad to have you thank you for your 20 plus years of service over Absolutely. in illinois as well is there anything corporal couch that you want to add i just want to piggyback on um what summers was saying is just uh we're excited to have that opportunity. We've got in contact with some community leaders that are, are uh, aggressive, and uh, we like that, aggressive in a good way. Yeah. And uh, it's been something that's been needed for quite some time, and this just kind of all fell up together at the same time of, of uh, summers coming in and us having this reach all in the same week, really. He hasn't even got to go through legitimate training yet because <laughs> we've we've been dealing with what I would call more pressing issues. Right. And so um, – we're excited, and uh, I'm very excited to have him on board. He's he's one of those guys that you, I can already tell that's going to fit in great here because he takes a good joke and he gives a good joke. Yeah. And if you can't if you can't make fun of your your brother here or your sister here, and they let him make fun of you, then you're not going to go very far. Right. So it's uh it's it's going to be just fine, and we're we're super excited to have. Him. Looking forward to it. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. A couple more things I want to remind you guys about is we've got our Citizens Police Academy starting up in April. Uh, we've had several applications sent in already, so if you haven't got your application done and you're wanting to do it, make sure you get those completed and sent in to us so we can get those approved. Uh, again, we're keeping the class sizes small. That way you can get more experience out of the whole program. So I highly encourage you to do it. If you don't get in in the spring, we will have another fall class if you're interested in that. Stay up to date with our events that we've got on our Facebook page. We post a lot of stuff on there. If you've got any requests or anything that you'd like to hear us talk about on our podcast, make sure you let us know about that as well. Thanks for listening, and we will see you in a couple weeks.